Welcome to the new episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, Efrim, Chief Logistics Officer at Tactical Logistics Solutions. Hi, Efrim. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to see you, Jacob. It's nice talking to you. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. And I'll start with the first question to you right away. Um, yeah. Could you introduce yourself and Tactical Logistics Solutions to the audience? Sure. So... My name is Efrem Aush. I'm the Chief Logistics Officer for Tactical Logistics Solutions, family-owned business. Um, I work here and my father is the CEO, so it's a very um, family-style run company. Um, we started the company uh, about 2012, so a little over 10 years ago. Um, I joined the company six years ago. Prior to that, I was an Amazon seller. So what we accomplished in the last six years that we became an end-to-end logistics service provider for Amazon sellers. So we handle their freight forwarding, importing. We handle their uh, custom clearance, pickup from the port, uh, 3PL warehousing, and then drip feeding product into Amazon with our trucking service. So that's basically for an Amazon seller, we take care from their whole logistics uh, headache that they may go through or don't want to go through. Uh, we handle all of it. Got it. So you only work with the Amazon sellers or you also work with some retail companies or some e-commerce business owners? So we started the company as retail only. So the first couple of years prior to I joined, uh, we were only doing uh, 3PL for major logistic companies that sell to Walmart, Target, TJ Maxx, HomeGoods, like all the big box stores here in the US. Um, when I joined, I came with the Amazon Knowledge and we wanted to create something special, what were different than thousands of other 3PLs out there. So this is how this whole service came about, um, becoming a niche. So our specialty is helping Amazon sellers grow on Amazon. Um, obviously, there's new marketplaces like Walmart, uh, WF, uh, I think it's called um, WFS, I think it's called. Um, so that's Walmart fulfillment, like the same idea as Amazon, Target, there's Target Plus as well. Um, so obviously we're growing on other e-commerce markets as well. So mm-hmm. we handle we handle not only Amazon, other markets as well, but obviously Amazon is the one that's dominating and they're the strongest out there. So that's our strongest base. Understood, understood. I mean, it, it, it's pretty much works probably as for us. I mean, we, we build custom software solutions for many marketplaces, but of course our niche and I would say the, the strongest um, client base comes from Amazon. So I would also say it's a niche, but not in the end-to-end logistics solution, but in a software. Um, could you explain uh, listeners, how exactly does it work? Um, if, if a client co- comes to you, um, how would you describe your services for, for someone who doesn't exactly know how this works? So for them, basically, um, there's a couple of questions, depending if they're a beginner or they're advanced seller. So beginner sellers don't know much about a lot of things about logistics. So they need to get educated and like um, looking at my main focus is profitability, making sure that the product that they're importing, the product that they're planning to sell is profitable for them and giving them the ideas like what custom clearance is all about. That means you have to pay duties what the duties codes are. Um, same thing with the warehousing. Our price structure is a very simple price structure, so they know exactly what it costs them per unit um, to hold it in the warehousing. And then if they are aware of Amazon fees on the on the warehousing and distribution side. 
So that's uh, for beginners. For more advanced sellers, most of them know what they want. They know what they're looking at. Um, they just want to understand um, our price structure and they want to understand how our process works. Um, and that's how we walk them through is um, our price structure is very simple and our process is, is very much based on lead times where we put a very much uh, big effort to meet our lead times all the time so they know like if they're an active seller and they need a shipment actively into Amazon, they know they can rely on a third party logistics company like us um, versus till now they have horror stories and crazy stories where um, it took weeks till they get product into Amazon where that really has a huge effect on their business. So that's my, uh, that's my passion. That's what I love doing on both sides for beginners and advanced sellers. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think you started actually already answering my uh, next question, but uh, I'll, I'll still answer you. Um, so I wonder what are the common challenges that Amazon FBA sellers uh, face and how do you address them? Right. So most of Amazon sellers, what I've realized in my experience working with uh, over 500 brands at the moment is they are really good at selling. They love the product they sell, the brand, the building. Um, they enjoy that part. They, they put a lot of effort into PPC, um, Amazon advertising, and, and uh, making sure their listing looks good, the pictures, the videos, um, the keywords, all that they're really great at. But when it comes to logistics, it's the boring side of the company where a lot of them don't really know much, or even if they know, they don't really know how to go about it. Um, and they might sometimes use a freight forwarder, a custom clearance agent, a trucker, a warehousing company. They might use four or five companies that basically help them get product into Amazon where we come in is basically we take over over that whole pressure um, of mm -hmm. that whole boring part, as they call it, uh, of logistics or complex part of logistics and we handle it A to Z so they know they can like really focus on growing their business and not mm -hmm. having to be busy with logistics all day. 100%. I mean, uh, I can tell you right now that we are actually thinking of launching one of our own products. Uh, it will be like a little bit techy gadget, um, also related to Amazon Selling Partner API. Like we want to build a gadget, which it will be like order counter. Um, so you can see live your orders count if, if you are the Amazon seller. But the, the biggest uh, challenge that actually um, I think it will come once we, of course, got the product will be a logistics for us. Like I'm super scared for this. So it's actually awesome that you handle it end to end. Um, definitely we'll have to talk then. <laughs> sure, definitely, anytime. Um, and I wonder actually if you had some like cases um, in, in your portfolio for clients who are trying to basically handle logistics they, on their own, right? But they were overpaying and then you actually come in um, and save them a lot of money and automated a lot of things. So basically what we do, a lot of them is basically, like I said earlier, like they use multiple different companies and they're not sure um, if they're paying right. So what I do a lot of times is I do an audit. So I tell them like, what do you pay for, in, for freight forwarding, importing? What do you pay for your warehousing? What do you pay for trucking? And then I tell them like, hey, you're overpaying here, you're overpaying here, you're overpaying here. Or, or I could tell them like, hey, you have a very good deal. Stay where you are. Don't change anything if you're happy how it is. Um, so that's basically the educational side where I come in and mm -hmm. try to see what the most, what makes the most sense for them um, as a logistics partner. 
Yeah, I really like the the transparency, right? If if you see that someone has a great deal, then that if its client can stick to it, why would he change that, right? I, I really actually like it. And I wonder, um, what's your client base? Like, are those only sales from United States or do you work worldwide? Uh, worldwide. We have customers in many different countries, like Hong Kong, Dubai, India, Philippines, uh, UK, Germany, Netherlands, like all mm -hmm. over. I mean, I would say probably 65, 70% of our client base are US-based companies, but the rest could be all over. It doesn't really matter where they are. As long mm -hmm. as they sell on the Amazon US marketplace, we're there to help them. Totally. Um, now I wanted to focus a little bit on the technology part. I mean, since the podcast is called Automated Seller Podcast and also um, like what we do at Delta Logic is we create uh, tech solutions for, for many industries. I mean, specifically around Amazon um, sellers. Uh, however, we were actually building before like solutions for logistics companies, for manufacturing companies. So I know this topic a little bit when it comes to like working with ERP systems, um, but I'm not that much familiar with uh, how does it work with the Amazon. Um, could you actually give us some insights or like some information about how the technology plays uh, the role at tactical so, um, operations. Sure. So we are focused um, in the last year and a half and for the not, probably another year is basically to have all of our services fully technology. Um, so basically fully digital. So our freight forwarding uh, software is almost live. We're in beta right now. Our warehouse software is completely live already for close to two years. Um, and then the third part would be the trucking part to Amazon where that's the most complex part is where Amazon appointments, changes, deliveries. So that's going to be our third part where we're going to have that. So a seller uses our platform, they'll have a dashboard and they'll see from A to Z um, mm -hmm. what's happening. So that's basically our main focus is on our technology um, to make sure as logistics are very complex, um, we try to make it as simple as possible. So our warehouse software is very simple. Um, mm -hmm. Our freight forwarding software will be very simple as well. So um, that makes it easier for a seller where most sellers are don't have a big operations. Being say like they'll have, sometimes there'll be a solo owner where they take care of everything. Sometimes they'll have two, three people on staff um, and the more information they could get and see, the more they could focus on growing their business when they're mm -hmm. such, when they have such a small staff. Perfect. So that's that's our that's our goal on technology, and we're very focused on a, uh, open API, where we have a lot of our customers that are connected with different ERP systems, mm -hmm. different inventory softwares, where they integrate with our system. So um, that's something that we um, very much have a staff on that as well. Like if somebody comes over to use us. Um, and they want to integrate with their softwares, we have uh, someone that's dedicated to that and make sure that goes smooth and there's no hiccups and no issues. So mm -hmm. that's our focus. That's awesome. That uh, That's also really, really cool that you've built your own piece of tech uh, and then, yeah, you allow uh, your clients to um, connect to it. Uh, this is super important nowadays, especially. Um, so basically, if someone becomes your client, uh, they have the their own login and password to your platform, right? Correct. Got it. And um, if someone is looking to actually integrate with your uh, platform, do you have some partners who you can recommend or do you have your own developers who actually um, are helping uh, your client to integrate with? 
So we have a team in Pakistan where they're the, they're our main developers. Um, two of them are our, on our payroll, meaning they're like they're employees of Tactical. Um, the rest is basically a company that um, they work in the same office, but they work for a different company um, that they do development. But uh, our main uh, two people, those are the main uh, individuals that actually deal with our customer base. So mm-hmm. um, they get the information from the developers and then they rely it over to, our, to us or to our customers, whatever's needed. And, uh, and we even have a, f- a few customers that never use our software. I mean, to say like mm-hmm. they integrate it completely with whatever they have um, and they literally never comment our software. So it's mm-hmm. really co- interesting and cool that people could do that. Um, that literally they don't have to be busy with logistics. Everything is automated. Um, from ordering in China to get it in imported to get it into our door and to get into Amazon's door. It's, it's uh, extremely um, cool and amazing how people could really utilize technology. Um, so um, with a lot of sellers like don't know about it, it's something that could really change your life by going fully digital and making sure that everything's automated. So oh, yes. very cool what you do as well. You know much more about technology than I do. So I'm sure you could agree on that. Oh, yes. I mean, especially when working with uh, logistics and manufacturing companies uh, in, in Germany and also in Poland. I remember I was visiting those huge manufacturing companies and so many times, I mean, outside, they, they just looked amazing. They had trucks, they had massive holes, uh, crazy tech inside. However, when it comes to software, they're running on a paper or Excel sheets. So... Uh, many of those companies, they didn't have any um, warehouse management system, logistics management system. So uh, that's definitely plays a huge role and uh, you can easily beat the competition with, with a proper tech. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, remember, now... I remember six years ago, we were, um, we had a software back then, like a off the shelf software, but it was not really helping us a lot in the warehouse. We had, I think it was uh, 12 or 13 different Google Sheets where different, every department had their own Google Sheets to basically keep track on things because the software was not able to provide that. <laughs> so, so it's completely changed everything now that everything's fully digital, scannable, systemized, nothing is on paper or on a Google Sheet. Oh yeah, it, it, is, a, it is a game changer, that, that's for sure. But I know that in, in this industry, one of the biggest challenges is usually to integrate with the, to the ERP systems. I mean, we've been integrating with many German ERP systems and I mean, it's for another podcast topic, but that was a huge pain, especially because those companies, they're usually like very old and they are running um, those huge systems built by very big teams. And uh, usually you are the one that have to adjust to their system. And if you request any change for, for the API, you will just never get it. So I just know that it, this is a big, big pain. <laughs> right. Um, now I just wanted to ask actually, um, like I mean, you, you sell on, on Amazon and uh, right now you are running this uh, logistics um, company. And I wonder, especially that your niche is um, to focus and help the FBA Amazon sellers, like how your past experience shaped the approach at Tactical Logistics Solutions. Why you are better than your competitors? So a very good question, actually. And, and the answer for that is that I've gone through what Amazon sellers has gone through. Like I know what running out of stock means. 
uh, seller ranking, reviews, all the hard work that goes into building a listing. And when your logistics part is broken and it's not working properly, you could put in all your hard work into your listing and everything and you accomplish nothing or actually kill your listing by not really focused, being focused on your logistics where that's the most vital part for you to be in stock, to have product on Amazon, to have it in time and things like that. So I think that gave me a lot of um, knowledge on that side. So where when we train our staff and all our people that join our company, part of the training is showing them Amazon.com, how listings look like, what means running out of stock, what means ranking. Um, all that is something that's really embedded in our training process. So automatically our staff understands the urgency from a customer when they're saying like they need it as soon as possible on Amazon, um, how we could really help them and make sure that we get it done. So that's mm -hmm. something that's really important and pivoting. Amazon is all about pivoting to different things. I mean, Amazon changes their rules every few months, different aspects, different parts. And whenever it affects logistics, I we just don't like ignore it or don't know about it. We always know about it, but always get notified. We always try to pivot if needed. So definitely I speak their language because I went through it. I sold on Amazon for seven years. So um, that's why I enjoy about it because I enjoy the Amazon space. It's a beautiful community to be oh, part yes. of. And at the same time, it's for me to be able to help them and give them a solution just uh, is really feels really accomplishing in life. Mm -hmm. No, that that's definitely a great benefit, right? If you are the expert in, in Amazon, that that definitely helps. That was one of our, let's say, first struggles that we had. I mean, we picked the niche of Amazon. We only were good at programming. However, we didn't know how Amazon worked, so we really had had to dedicate a lot of time, gather uh, strategic partners who who guided us on how Amazon worked. And now even doing those podcasts with people like you, it really teaches me um, on, on Amazon uh, like and, and the whole space. And as you said, the community aspect, this is this is something really, really good at, uh, at Amazon, basically. I mean, the conferences such as like Prosper Show, all of the after parties around that, this is just crazy. So I also believe that um, your clients as sellers, um, they trust you because of that, right? Um, definitely. I mean, understanding them, understanding anyone in life and really showing them that you understand them and you were there to help them, that always gains trust. Mm -hmm. So it's one of our, one of, one of my things that I always focus on is making sure that I understand a customer, I understand their problem, I understand what the issue is and try to really help them to figure out what the right choices do. And that really builds a connection and builds trust. So that's really mm -hmm. important to me. Yeah, I, I agree. So speaking of today, um, what would you say are right now the biggest challenges in the e-commerce logistics space or Amazon logistics space? So now that it's post-COVID and everything uh, has calmed down, um, everything basically is back to normal. Um, the only thing that we still see a big struggle with for Amazon sellers um, is that anybody that imports to California or New York, New Jersey, where they have a lot of fulfillment centers, um, they're really backlogged on receiving products fast enough. So I'm not sure what exactly is going on there. They claim they're low on staff. Um, 
I don't see any staffing shortages right now in the warehousing industry. Um, it might be because Amazon is trying to cut costs because their their earnings were not amazing the last two quarters. They're trying to fix that. Could be that's the case. But that's the only thing where I see is where you have to give yourself two, three weeks um, of planning to make sure. Like if you see you're running low, you're starting to fill a little bit quicker, keep in mind to have something replenished faster than you used to. Like if you had yourself a lead time till now from when you place your order in your 3PL till to receive on Amazon was five, seven days. Give yourself actually two, three days to make sure that you're cautious enough. So that's basically the only thing what we see right now. I mean, freight forwarding, the importing has dropped back the uh, $1,500 to $2,000 range, the import um, uh, into the U.S. from China. So that's a huge shaving versus a year ago was 20000 So mm -hmm. that has changed a lot. Um, trucking has come down as well. Um, just because there's not as much capacity. Um, I mean, there's more capacity right now than it used to be because the economy is a little bit uh, weaker than it was a year ago. Um, so there's opportunities there where you can save on costs, but at the same time, keep in mind when you need to send to Amazon is to make sure that you are on top of your game and you know when to send in and not wait till the last minute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Understood. Um now, actually, I have also one more question. Um, like, if, if if basically someone is watching us right now, uh, he or she is an Amazon seller. What do you think is the minimum revenue they 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 have to make to to consider such a like working with such a company like yours? Is there like any threshold, or would you recommend, for example, to pick um, a partner like you right away? So on the three PL side, it doesn't really make a difference if they're small or large because um, they pay. Uh, goes per carton basis um, if it's small so it would be the same price if you bring in 100 cartons to 50 or 5,000 um, it would be somewhat the same rate um, on the import side on the freight forwarding side if you're importing product from China um, you're importing very little and you want to do sea shipment there's a lot of minimums that you have to pay so it might not be that cost effective it might be even cheaper sometimes to do air freight even though air freight is always more expensive um, just because it's a tiny shipment. So that's the only thing that I would put in consideration is when you order product in China, keep in mind that um, if it's a very small shipment, it might be a little bit expensive on the cost. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, um, basically, we mainly work with seven, eight-figure sellers, some nine-figure sellers. Um, usually, uh, six-figure sellers are much smaller. They'll keep it in their garage or in their apartment or in their house and sell through there till they grow into a bigger business where they need to have a warehouse and they don't want to deal with it or they don't know how to deal with it and they want to outsource it and then they, they would come to me and talk to me on how they could outsource it. Mm -hmm. Understand. Um, and now one more question regarding um, the advice you could give to uh, Amazon sellers who are right now struggling with the basically with managing their logistics. What would you say to them? It's basically, if you are not good in logistics or you're not sure about how logistics works, um, speak to an expert. You need to say like, I could help. There's others out there that are really great that could help as well. Is, is try to figure out a way is like, if your cost is too high, you want to bring it down, how do I bring it down? What am I doing right now that's broken that I need to fix? Um, if nothing is broken, everything is good, everything makes sense. Maybe you have to try to negotiate with supplier, maybe to get a better cost, or you have to increase your price um, to be profitable. So it really depends on where they're at, what their struggle is, what their issue is. 
if they don't know much about logistics at all, there's plenty out there that could help. I could definitely help. Um, if they don't have time to focus on it because they want, they're focusing on Amazon only. Uh, like I said earlier, is like sometimes you're focused so much on growing your business and your main vital part of the business is not strong enough. Um, make sure to do that um, and have a conversation. And with our team, I know we, we take over a lot of times um, from like we'll deal with the other warehousing where you are or we'll deal with the person that has your product. And we'll take care from A to Z and you don't have to get much involved at all. So you make it as easy as possible. So you don't have to arrange anything. We could arrange the pickup. We could arrange everything um, that's needed. So, so that's for someone that doesn't have time um, mm -hmm. and he struggles with growing his business. A big piece of that cost is logistics. So if you could bring that down a cost and you could be more efficient or change your plan. Um, I just spoke to a seller yesterday and they were doing a certain um, importing uh, goods bringing it to a warehouse um, and then going into Amazon and all their products were already labeled in China, ready to go into Amazon. So I said like, why are you bringing it to a warehouse and then going into Amazon where you pay twice trucking, you're paying an unloading fee where Amazon does that directly. So mm -hmm. um, it, was, it was like an eye opener and they're an eight figure seller. They do over 10 million a year in revenue on Amazon and they never knew about it. So point is like not always do, every seller know every single trick or it's not a trick. I mean, it's a, a service that you could provide that you could go direct from the port into Amazon, avoid a 3PL. If you're in that stage where you move a lot of product and it makes the most sense. Obviously, if you're not sure you're going to sell it in a quick enough time, you don't do that because then Amazon charges you a lot of storage. So uh, mm -hmm. all that conversation is, it could be a one hour consultation call and you see if it makes sense. Um, if it makes sense, we can help them. And if it doesn't, I can tell them like you do A, B, and C and like I'm out of the picture. I have no problem. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoy helping sellers. Um, I enjoy when somebody says like, wow, you helped me. Like this is really going to uh, change the game for me how to sell on Amazon. So that's, that's what mm -hmm. I like. Yeah, I really like this uh, approach that actually you also guide uh, sellers, help them um, on those topics. Um, so actually, if someone is interested in, in, in a logistics service such as yours, uh, where could they find you? So the fastest way to find me is that we, if they go onto our website, it's tactical logistic without the S at the end.com. Um, just go to contact us, uh, put in the contact form. Um, I'll contact you or same day or the next day, depending what time the email comes in. Um, mm -hmm. Or you could uh, follow me on LinkedIn. You can connect with me there. Or, or on Instagram uh, on our handle, um, basically anywhere where you need to get, where you could contact our company, um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we have someone that checks it on a regular basis every single day, and then it comes to my attention, and I'll, I'll schedule a call and help them. Perfect. I will make sure also to include your details and in description of this uh, podcast on YouTube, Thank so you. people can actually contact you there. And yeah, Ephraim, um, that was a wonderful podcast episode with you. Thanks a lot. Uh, just one last thing for you. Mm, do you have anything to share with the audience? Some last words. So um, for the Amazon world is the newest thing that's coming uh, soon is Prime Day. So it's probably going to be somewhat the second week of July. Um, that's that's what people are anticipating. Usually it's around that time. And if you still have product in China, try to get it over here um, in the next two to three weeks. Um, and if you want to send product into Amazon for Prime Day, I would say send it in about a month in advance. 
uh, why in a month in advance it takes time Amazon to receive the product. Even after they receive it, they go into FC transfers where they transfer it over to multiple different uh, uh, fulfillment centers, and that could take a week or two or something, three weeks, till that gets ready in time inventory. And I know when I'm on Amazon and I want to purchase something and it says like, oh, it's going to deliver in two weeks from now because it's not in stock yet, or it's going to ship end of week because, and then it's like, yeah, I want it tomorrow. I want it in two days. Uh, you won't be able to get that. So that's a reason why someone won't purchase your product. So I would just keep that in mind. Prime Day is coming up. Amazon is a little bit congested in a lot of different areas. Um, so make sure you plan that early in advance. Perfect. That's, that's amazing tip actually. Thanks for that. No problem. Great. Then Ephraim, thanks a lot. Um, and we speak soon. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Take a take up.